Welcome to the Undercaffeinated Podcast, a weekly podcast for educators who don't have time to listen to a podcast. Kind of like us. Each week, we'll cover a different topic in education in just about five minutes. Our goal is to share bite-sized chunks of PD so that you can join us when you're driving your kids around, preparing dinner, making copies during prep, or really doing just about anything. This is PD for real teachers who are real tired. We are undercaffeinated teachers coming to you from Las Vegas. This is Joelle Masseri, Ashley Pierce, and Erin Tiger. Hi there, and welcome to episode 16 of the Undercaffeinated Podcast. Today we'll talk about a tech tool to use for SBAC or whatever your state calls their high stakes test for preparation. So today we're going to talk about quizzes. So what do we know about quizzes? Okay, well, quizzes is one of those great resources that allows you um, to to kind of conduct a self-paced formative assessment in an engaging way. It's it's kind of gamifies the big hype right now. Um, and so it allows you to gamify your classroom, but it's a little bit different than um, Kahoot um, in that students are able to a- answer the questions at their own pace, whereas in Kahoot, it's, you know, there's a timer and everybody's racing to, to get an answer in before that timer is up. Um, quizzes allows the kids to answer the questions at their own pace, and it is totally free, which as educators, we love free. Love free. Favorite price. Absolutely. And I know on Kahoot, right, you have to post the question on the board and then the students just pick the answer instead of seeing the, their own question um, randomized from the quiz on their own device. Is that still correct? I think so. I think Kahoot um, has updated in a lot of ways. Um, and I, I haven't used Kahoot in a while. I think I got to go back and look at it and see. Um, because I think in education, we always have all of these new resources that come up. And so we are always trying to reinvent ourselves and what we do in the classroom and keep our kids engaged. Um, so I definitely, I think Kahoot has definitely updated since then. Um, but the quizzes is just a really great way to have the kids working um, on their own at their own pace. And one of the things that I love about using it in your classroom is you can actually assign a quizzes for homework. Yes. And so kids can do it at home and you can monitor those results. And so we'll talk all about how that data is provided, but you can use it um, as homework. You can use it as part of a classwork task. If you're giving your kids like a menu of assignments um, or tasks to complete um, in a day or in a week, they could do that. Or you can also play the game live in your classroom. Um, and so there's all different features in there. And if, what I really like about it is you can random you can randomize the questions. So children see, sitting near each other have different questions. So, you know, it prevents, you know, people from being tempted to look on screens and just take somebody else's idea. Completely agreed. That's part of the, um, I think, like the good engagement component, along with some of those fun memes and the race against each other and that sort of thing where you're, you can, you can set it up so that it's a competition or you can turn that feature off. And you can upload your own memes too, which is always fun. You can make those <laughs> kids into memes. 
<laughs> Make them create some memes. That would be a fun task for them. Right? Yes. So, sorry. <laughs> no, I apologize. So what are ways that you use the data in quizzes? Um, so I and Joelle, I know that you in our show notes talked about um, John Carubo and his edge protocol. So I'm going to just kind of lead in and say that not last year, but the year before, I think when we went to Q Nevada, he was, was he the keynote speaker? Yes. And he did a quizzes where I don't even remember the content, but he showed a quizzes. Everybody in the audience bombed because it was information that kids would know, but we didn't. And so then after he showed that, then what he did was he took two to three minutes tops. He reviewed some of the questions that like everybody had gotten wrong. And then he gave it again. And so many people got it right. And I can't remember the statistic, right? But um, Ashley Holly was talking about it. Or maybe I read it. I can't even remember. Um, when kids are learning, um, the learning, if it's turned into a game, they have to repeat it far less times than if it's just like basic practice. And so you're turning this material into a game. And so you can do it as a, like a preview or you can do it as, as a review, but they're, because it's a game, they have to be exposed to it far less times than they actually, the, for them to remember and for it to become part of their, like ingrained in their brain. That's awesome. I'm thinking and about this from um, the perspective of like life. Can you imagine if, um, and I wonder if it exists, if there was a quizzes for your driver's ed test. Joelle, you have daughters that are, you know, entering that stage. <laughs> Do you think they would remember the information a little bit faster and better? I think they definitely would be more inspired to complete their online class. If it was <laughs> definitely. Um, Cause that was, you know, that was hard, but um, taking a look at, you know, the way the data is provided. Ashley, what are some examples of, you know, how quizzes can, can provide data to you as the teacher? Well, looking at um, the reports, so you can, you can look at individual students and see how, um, how students are respond responding to each of your questions. Um, you can also break it down, your student results, you can break them down to specific questions um, to where you can see if there were, you know, a couple of questions that maybe were the, um, the more challenging ones. And so you can look at that and see, okay, is it the, the way that the question is worded or is that a, a standard that we kind of need to go through again? Um, so that's really nice. I always like to look at that report because um, it just shows me kind of like, ooh, this is a red flag. Where did I go wrong? And it allows me to reassess. Um, and then looking, you can look at the individual questions to help see, um, again, if that content needs to rev be reviewed or if that question isn't clear. So um, it's kind of, there are lots of different options, lots of different report views. Um, so it's really, really great. It is. Yeah, I agree. I love it. And honestly, once I discovered quizzes, I haven't used Kahoot and I know the children use Kahoot in some of their other classes around campus. So that's another reason, but I probably have not used Kahoot in like 18 months because my go-to now is quizzes. Completely yeah. agree with you. That's why I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen on Twitter. I'm pretty sure Kahoot has 
um, new features. So I think we have to look back into that and maybe come back with an episode all about Kahoot. Um, but just kind of thinking about test prep, thinking about how you can use this in your classroom. We have a couple of extra examples um, in our show notes that you can take a look at. Um, but we love quizzes and we want to know how you've used it in your classroom or if you've made any great discoveries within quizzes that could help uh, other teachers with test prep or anything else that they can use in their classroom. So thank you so much for joining us. As we continue um, you know, to publish our episodes, one of the other episodes that we, we want to come up with discuss is go formative because uh, quizzes is fantastic for that that high stakes um, test prep in a DOK level one but go formative um, has the ability to provide a higher DOK level for students to, to prep with so, so please prepping stay tuned. Those, those performance task responses yes yes so just stay tuned we are going to be publishing a go formative episode um, in the next couple of weeks so that you have that resource as well. And again, thank you for joining us. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We would love to hear from you. We're under caffeinated. Thank you all. Thank, thank you. you.